Okay. Okay. All right. This is our first podcast. First one, baby. Let's roll it. Welcome to Chips Chats. Well, we're going to be talking about all things basketball. We're coming at you from a perspective of a former NBA player and current head coach at Fish University. And from the point of view of an NBA enthusiast and basketball legend in his own mind. Get ready to ball out. Let's go. So I got a couple things I want to discuss, but it's all oh. basketball. I want to get thoughts from you, all right? Okay. Man, you're a player, so let's see who knows more about the game. So I got some questions. Let's let's lead with the what everyone's talking about right now. The last dance. Everyone's got some opinions on it. There's just a couple things that are kind of like jumping out, and uh, yeah. want to get want to get some of your thoughts on that. I haven't watched it. I, I will watch it, but I haven't at, at this moment. But um, I, I just know what type of player Michael Jordan was and Scottie Pippen was. I, I just know about that whole team because I played against that team. <laughs> they, they had a great team. Did you know what was going on at that time, like as far as how dysfunctional things were with them? Because sometimes I, uh, things are kept on the wraps well, but I don't know if you remember anything about that. I knew – when um they was when they was getting Dennis Rodman, it was gonna be it was gonna be crazy. Yeah, everybody in the league knew that. But it was somehow if they could keep it in house, they did as much as possible. You know, man. But I think um Phil Jackson was a great orchestrator. When you get to the pros, you don't really have to uh coach as, as much on the floor than you have to be uh as an orchestrator dictating everything. And he he was great at it. You just got to manage egos, I guess. That's really what it's all about yep. right there. Yep. And that's what uh, Phil Jackson was the best in doing. He was. I mean, per- he was perfect for that squad, no doubt. And I'll tell you something. When you watch this, and I know you will, you're not going to believe some of that stuff. It'll all come back, I'm sure. But a lot of things that people were talking about was Pippen's contract. For some reason, uh, they were not on the same page as far as uh, Pippen and, and, and Kraus, as far as trying to keep the team together. Not just Pippen, the whole squad, but it it was bananas that Kraus was just kind of like drawing the line, saying, "Hey, you nego- you negotiated this contract, you got to live with it." In in light of uh, you know, I guess at the expense of trying to keep this thing running, but you got to watch that from your era, you know, my era, today. Yeah. Everyone's got opinion. They're trying to compare. You know, now they start looking at Jordan. Some of these new kids are looking at Jordan, saying, "Well." You know, they still think that LeBron's the guy. And if it's not LeBron, it's Kobe. And uh, all great players, obviously. These guys are now getting a taste of uh, what it was like to play with Jordan and uh, and that era because it was definitely more physical. Oh, uh, that era, you know, of Jordan era, Kobe era, uh, LeBron. I played it all three. (laughs) So I was pretty much – I I played it all three. That's pretty great, you know, that I could say that. You've seen and, it all, uh, yeah. I've seen it all. And, and the Jordan era, I was younger. You know, it was more physical, period. You know, uh, they had to change up the, the rules. Uh, Kobe Kobe era played in there. It was physical, up and down. But the LeBron era, I was almost, I was out, almost out. The lead is a little softer now, and it's all jump shooters, jump shooters. The stretch four. With the great teams, you don't see too many, you know, post players. You know, yep. when I played, it was post, it was Ewing. David Robinson, Akeem Olajuwon, Derek Coleman. You throw the ball in and cut off them, get passes. But you don't see that no more. You see uh, guys shooting threes a lot more, which is 
understandable. I like I like it. You know, I like all parts of the game. Well, I'll tell you this. When you think about threes, you got people like Embiid stepping out, you know, shooting threes. You got Cat stepping out. These are two great guys in the post when they dump it down, but they don't they don't even want to play in the post sometimes. They just step out and, you know, they want to shoot the 25-footers just like uh, stretch fours, and they, they're the bigs. They're, it's a whole different ball game, uh, especially the bigs back when uh, you were balling because – they got in the post. You never saw those guys take a three. Yeah, I played in the East. You know, the East was was, was rocking and rolling back then. You know, with Brad Dory, yep. uh, Patrick Ewing, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Orlando. The bigs uh, were at their best. Derek Coleman. It was a load, you know what I mean, inside. Yeah. But like I said, each year, each year, you, you got to change. You got to change the, the flow of the game. And it has changed. I think LeBron James changed a lot of that, you know, by him coming in the lead, being that guy, changed. I don't know if it's him as much as actually Golden State created the positionless game or positionless league now. Yeah. Because now it's, uh, it is stretching, clearing out the lanes more so than ever right now. You know, the premium on bigs are, you know, is not what it used to be. That's part of the whole thing with uh, the last dance. They talk about taking Olajuwon number one and Bowie number two. Because you still had to get that big, and no one argues with Olajuwon. But Bowie, you know, unfortunately was injured. He was injured, but he, he, I played with Bowie <laughs> with the Nets. He had one great year, great year with uh, with us with the Nets. He really played well, and I think you know he was telling he was telling everybody he wanted to see if he, he could do it on his leg, and he did it. He did it. He, he you know he did it. He well, played extremely well. You know, he, he reminds me a little bit like Walton because Walton came back and played real well in 86. And, uh, you know, that was kind of like vintage Walton. Still couldn't probably handle 82 games plus playoffs, you know, playing a lot of minutes. But yeah. Bowie, before all this happened, you got to remember in the 80 Olympics, that was that was uh, canceled because Jimmy Carter was not sending a team. to. I think it was in Russia. Bowie was one of the bigs. He was giving everybody in the NBA the business because they were playing exhibition games. And so, you know, a lot of people were blaming Portland for that move. And obviously, you know, hindsight's easy to look at it that way. But like they said, you know, back even in the show, they said they had Drexler. They already had that position covered. And Bowie, if he can give you just a little bit of what Bowie can do, that would have been a great pick. But uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. But the league's gotten away from the bigs now. And look at these guys today. And uh, the next thing that you're talking about, you know, that could happen next year, a perfect example is uh, Giannis. I mean, they're yeah. talking about Giannis possibly going to the Warriors. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what that's going to look like uh, if it happens, because they might be even, to me, they might even be more dangerous than they were with KD. Yeah, what it looked like is another championship for Golden State. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Um, you know, if they get that Giannis and uh, Steph Curry back and uh, Clay Thompson, and then they still have Draymond, Green, you know, playing defense and doing what he's doing, they're going to be loaded. Absolutely. They're going to be loaded. And they get the number one pick. They get the number one and pick. And they, they get the number one pick. So they, they're going to be loaded. They really are. It was kind of interesting that they took a, a down year this year. They knew they, they, they knew they had to. And when Steph went out and Clay, they said, you know what, let's – Let's have a year. Yep. And when you win that many championships, you could take a, you, a, year, take a year off. And it bother you. Well, look what happened uh, in San Antonio. Duncan uh, Duncan was surprised. And uh, David Robinson yep. was injured. 
And San Antonio, you know, just couldn't couldn't get out of their own way. And then uh, next thing you know, now you now you throw Duncan into the mix. So it, you rebuild just like that with that squad. That's going to be ridiculous. That that if it happens that way, they're still going to be ridiculous one way or the other. But uh, they get Giannis, and that's what I was thinking about. You know, when they uh, you got those guys out there shoot those snipers out there, and you get a guy like Giannis just dissecting the lane. I mean, there's you can't double team anybody out there. No, you can't double team. Uh, Giannis can make his teammates better. He's been doing that in Milwaukee with shooters like Steph Curry and, and, and Clay Thompson. That's 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 that hurts everything. That, so he he he's doing great at Milwaukee. Yep. And he has they, he don't they don't have snipers like they exactly. have in Golden State. No, they got some shooters, but not like that. Definitely. But I uh I was uh also reading a lot about this uh this new thing. I and I. We talked about it briefly about that G League thing coming up now. It's not the G League that we know, but a dude like they created a new concept of it, the NBA. So these guys yeah. don't go overseas now for that one year. Uh, players that want to get paid and don't want to go to college for the year. You know, it all started with Brandon Jennings, I think. And then I think he was the one who went overseas. And then uh, got LaMelo Ball. You know, they, it seems like it changes. Um, you know, obviously, as time goes on with what, you know, what they're anticipating, eventually going, uh, getting rid of that one and done rule. Uh, they got this new thing going that they're going to keep these kids here. They're going to develop them and uh, they're not even going to go to college. I, I think it's great. You know, I think it's good that the basketball, you know, is, is going that in, in, in that way. But if you want to be a student, academic student, you know, play, play college basketball, you go to college. But if you don't, then you, you go to the G League, you know, and you could play. But how many great players, you know, will will be signed? That's the case. You know, that's the that's where you have to, you know, weigh your options. You gotta weigh your options. But me, you know, being and now if I was a parent, you know, I would I would I would say, hey, you know, go to school. I gotta judge it. I gotta judge everything out. You know what I mean? You know, I'm I'm not knocking it. And and I would say I would say anyway, if you're a high school player and you're great, you're great. Okay. Go straight pro. Go straight pro. Go pro. Well, that was happening, and uh, some of these some of these kids they were floundering. That that I think that's the whole reason for the one and done. I don't know. I'm not even sure what the reason was for that, but I'll tell you this. I think a lot of times I believe college is the is the way to go somewhat to to really feel to a, a college player to get the pro mentality. You know what I'm saying? To learn, you know, an 18-year-old kid going right to the lead, you know, yeah. get next amount of money. I, I, I really – that's that's really hard. That's really hard to follow, to swallow. I, I believe that. You know what I'm saying? I would really, you know, concentrate on myself more, on myself, you know, you know being a student, being a being a player, see, getting everything out of me. You know what I'm saying? To learn everything, you know, and then go pro. You know, I, but that's that's me. I understand everybody's on the money, 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 money. I get it, but it's just a it's just a slippery slope you're dealing with it, there. It really is, and that's why I think they. Uh, I think that's part of the reason for this G League thing is because they're talking about that they can make money. You know, even while, you know, while they're not a pro, but at the same time, yeah. instead of, uh, you know, in, instead of going to college with, and I think that, uh, I don't know, the, the one and done thing is just, you know, I don't think it does anyone any good. I really don't think it helps anything. I, I think if you're going to go, maybe go for two years. Okay, yeah, that's what, that's what my thing was. 
if you're a pro, just go pro. You know. I, I agree with that. What, 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 what year? What are you doing? That's exactly it. You're playing for your school three months? That's, three, four months, and then you're out of there? That's it. Now, yes. and this is coming from, now, I'll tell you this, you know, you were the number one high school player. So, I mean, you know, the same way uh, a Zion could see it, you know, number one player, yeah. you know, last year. And uh, you got this guy, Jalen Green, who's considered the number one. That's why this yeah. G League is uh, – is uh, gaining momentum because he's the number one. Yeah. He's already uh, signed up for this G League, and he's not going. He's not going to college. It changes as as time goes on, but everyone's got a different perspective. I think Zion, from what I heard, I thought Zion actually did want to stay. But um, so like you, he would have enjoyed you know going to you know going to college for you know a couple of years. But uh, you know, like you said, also the money's too great, and you get too many people pulling at you, and uh, you know. Even even you being the number one high school player, you still would have gone to college, even with an option of going to pro. Yeah, I probably would have. Back then, 89, what, what 90, 91, right. I probably would have did one year in college because I love Georgia Tech so much. I love Atlanta. I, you know, I, I wasn't really I wasn't really caught up with the money. And the injuries, I understand I would have got I, – I just – I just didn't um, – wasn't caught up on it like that, but um, I would have probably, you know, stayed at least my junior year at, at Georgia Tech. I, I, I would have because I was I was enjoying school, I was enjoying my classmates, and and, and there wasn't no pressure on me. Wasn't no pressure when when, when you get into the NBA is that that's what you're playing playing to win, playing and that's it. It's a lot more pressure on the young men, and that's what pressure on me. You know, I I sat out. Uh, half of almost half of the year, and then I, I signed with uh, New Jersey Nets. And uh, Bill Fitch, my first coach, didn't play me. I didn't play my first year, so you know, hey, so it, it happens. But um, you know, just got to be careful. I, I think each kid, you know, it's a decision that you must make, and and then you must make it with your family. True. Yeah, with your family. And if you make it, if you make it with your family, and they say, hey, "Want my son to go to college," then then he go to college. He wants to go come out and play ball because you you got some guys that's been played college for one year and try to get out, and they, they're overseas for the rest of their lives. They'd be overseas, and it's done. Exactly. No, it's got. Listen, a lot of things have to go right. I mean, you got to be drafted by the right team. You got to. There's a lot of things, yeah. like you said. You went. You know. You went with Fitch. You know. Let's face it. Fitch liked. You know, he, he liked uh, veterans. I mean, he wear veterans out before he play uh, the new players, uh, the rookies or second-year players. And, I, and everybody always asks, do I have any gripes with uh, 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 Bill Fitz? I, I never got to know the man. Right. <laughs> I never really knew yeah. him. So I really don't have no gripes. I just wanted to play, and he was in charge of my minutes, and he didn't play me. But I really didn't have no, no gripes with him, you know, back then. You know, I really didn't. I could tell you just from uh, his days with the Celtics, he'll just he would wear that first team out, those veterans out. Yeah, they'll play in forty minutes and and not think twice about it. I, so not have been personal. I don't think it might have been personal. Not that I know, you know, the relationship. But the fact of the matter is, I don't I don't think he's ever been comfortable playing. You know, young players. Yeah, it was uh, you know, it was tough on him and me because. You know, Kenny Anderson coming back home. <laughs> yeah. So he, it was tough. They wanted to see me play, and I wasn't playing. So it was tough. But you uh, you never said anything about it. So at least you kept your name in uh, good standing with them. 
that's just who I am. Right. But you know, I have my coaches, uh, uh, Jack Curran, who who I love, who's my high school coach, uh, Vincent Smith, uh, Pierre Turner, my mentors. You know, they just say, hey, just 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 bear with it. Just be quiet. Play your game. Go to practice every day. Just show up. Show up on time. Do what you have to do. Just be ready when your number's called. That's it. And that's all. I, that's because I had time. See, and this is where you, this is where some of the young guys, you know, don't don't understand is that we have time. Now I had time. It wasn't no the, the way the money was. It was it, it was a little different back then when I played. So I had I signed a five year deal. Boom. So it was a little different. Well, you know what? Coming out after your sophomore year, you do have time. I don't know if you, you might have been were you 19 or 20. 18 going on 19. I mean, that's what's going on today. But even back then, I mean, you know, that was still young. That was still considered young. A lot of a lot of guys in school were still going three, four years. So being there, being groomed for a year or two, then it would have been like you coming out at that point. Yeah, it's like that. But then you got to see the game is different. Much stronger people, older, older guys. Yeah. Guys work out every day. Now, see, this is different. You're a grown man. You, you don't. You don't really got nobody. You know, like college is a little. Like you got your coach. You got coaches. Come on, come on, come on. You got this time and then you got to go work. Out. No, you don't have to work out. Just come to the game. So it's a lot different. It's a lot different. You know what I'm saying? I saw guys like Dryzen Petrovic. You know, uh, working out, and I'm looking. I'm like, wow. So it paid off for me. You know, because I I watched and and I learned. Some guys just sit and, and don't learn. They just do other things besides their basketball career. Exactly. And that can hurt them. And on top of it, like you said, different game. So physical then, you had no choice but to yeah. work out. I mean, today might be a little bit different, but uh, back then you had to. Everyone just keeps talking about the comparison now from, you know, 20 years ago, you know, that run compared to Golden State. Even players from different sports are, are going back and forth yeah. a bit. If you were to guess – playing today's rules, how would Chicago have done, in your opinion, against Golden State? They probably would lose. I think playing the rules, playing rules of today, shooting. Uh, Golden State is a very, a very good shooting team. I, and, and Chicago wasn't. You know, they had Steve Kerr uh, knock down some threes when they had to. Uh, Ron Harper knocked down some threes when he had to. Uh, Tony Cooch coach. When knocks out when you had to, but uh, Scotty Pippen had from the three, they a little Very different, a little Very different. So I, I think with the rule changes would would help Golden State. But if the if the rules was the same back in the day in the nineties when we was playing, I, I don't know about Golden State. Right, so then, I'm, in your opinion, Chicago, Golden State with the rules in the nineties. Oh, rules of the night. I'm going with Golden. I'm going with Chicago. Okay. Excuse me. I'm going with my. It makes sense because the teams were built that way. Yeah. That's why it's so difficult to uh, to compare errors. That's why, you know, you talk about trying to compare players. You can't even compare teams, really, because it's just too difficult with the, with the different errors. Yeah, and that's what I say. I'm an error guy. You know what I mean? And I just say, guys be like, oh, LeBron. Like some of the young guys you hear on social media is all LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. They don't they, – they, they never saw us play basketball. Yeah. They saw Jordan play. They just wear his joints. They just like his joints. <laughs> period. So I, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's a different. It's a different mindset because I know that I was talking to a friend of mine and his son, even after watching it, said not even close. LeBron. And I mean, 
you know, all he did was watch an episode of this. And he's 19. So, what is, you know, he, he didn't see him. Obviously, he wasn't even born. I could talk about it because I played on three, all those levels when all those guys played in the league, which is great. <laughs> I played against uh, Michael Jordan, played against Kobe Bryant, played against uh, LeBron James, so you, you know? Played. And I beat all three of them. Absolutely. <laughs> not, not, I beat them in a regular season, but not, in all, not, not when it counted. Not no championship series. I wish I would have been in the championship. I wish. I wasn't. I was. I wasn't. I wish. I was only in there with Boston Celtics. Uh, you know, I, I was close, but no cigar. But um, I wish I would have been um, been in the championship series. But you know, in the NBA, I wasn't. Like you know. I said, you know, like you always used to tell me, or still do, you got you got to have a lot of luck too. Got a lot of a lot of things have to go right for that to happen. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, let me ask you this. Now, what about? Uh, you talk about championships. Say Jordan, because there's been uh, there was some talk. I remember with Pippen and uh, and even Robert Horry talking about had yeah. Jordan not, in your opinion, because this was exactly when you were balling. If he had not stepped out to play baseball for two years, had they gone up against the Rockets, would Houston have done something with that, or do you think that uh, Chicago would have made it eight straight? You know, that's what we talk about. That's what we used to talk about throughout the lead and all that. And I don't know about two in a row, Houston Rockets, sorry. But I, I think I think one of them things would have came over back to Chicago. I, I don't <laughs> know about both, but... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah you, you say both. I say maybe one of them. I know one of them would have came in Chicago. No, I'm saying I, think, I think Chicago would have had both. Yeah, I, I say one. I say okay. one. Kenny Smith, that's like my cousin. That's like my cousin, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying I'm saying they split. Well, I don't know which team you would have. Uh, I think that the first Houston Rockets team that beat Orlando, I think, was considered the better team. But the second team also had Clyde at that point. And uh, and but they just got into the playoffs and they got hot. I'm not sure which would have been a better matchup, but uh, that would have been interesting had that had that gone that way. It would it would have been great to see. Yeah. But, you know, those are those are the what ifs that you can't go back on. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to leave you with one last thing. You've got these new three, in my opinion, three of the best young point guards in the league right now. You talk about John Morant, De'Aaron yeah. Fox, and Trey Young. Do you see these guys being like the next great three, kind of like you had Westbrook, you had Curry, you had Harden? Yeah. Do you see these three being the next wave of that? Yeah, yeah, I really do. Um, I, I, I think the lead is great basketball for, for us to watch right now for the fans they got a lot of great point guards handling the handling the ball man i, I just handle the ball making it making plays and just great like trey young is, he can shoot from he can shoot from one side to another from the other Absolutely. side with handy penetrate oh, right. he's great at finishing once he get his jumper down pack like consistent he's gonna be a problem he's gonna be a, a way problem the kid out of uh Sacramento or uh, Fox, he's awesome. Yep. Hey, man, he's he's got them are young guns right 20, now. Like 20, 20 years old, something like that. Yeah. You got uh Russell Westbrook, Steph Curry, Harding, and um Lillard, Lillard. It's just going it's crazy, man. It's a lot of point guards in the league. It's great, man. It's great for basketball. I did not mean to disrespect Damien on that. He should have been mentioned right there with those yeah. with those guys. Even Kyrie, for that matter, but I'll tell you, um, Kyrie, yeah, yeah, he's got great you, and, and that's one thing we didn't have a lot of when I was in the league. A lot, we didn't have a lot of point guards. You, so you had the guy Peyton, Tim Hardaway, 
John Stockton. Yeah, Price. Mark yeah. Price was good. Steve Nash. Who else? Who you had kid? Yeah. Like the guards now, they keep coming. But this is this wave is just ridiculous. And point guards weren't scoring as much as they are today. I mean, it's just uh I mean, right. you guys that are giving you, you, you they're giving you thirty now, some of these point guards. Yeah, they give you thirty because they shoot the three. Exactly. The three, the three. See, we and then we we have we played with uh fours and fives yep. that demanded the balls. You know, we couldn't shoot exactly. all the balls. They is definitely a fans game right now, just the way the way it's going, and it just keeps it just keeps coming in waves. But uh, I was just the reason why I was bringing those three up is because I was just in Atlanta, living in Atlanta for the last year. And to watch Trey yeah. Young, you know, you could watch him on TV, but to see what this guy has to go through, yeah. you know, you just watch him. The others I've just watched on NBA Pass, but uh, with yeah. the league pass. But when you just really see it firsthand, you just can't believe how much they got to go just to get a look. I mean, because these fences are all, you know, targeting you and. And it's just, it's just crazy. You can watch, you know, being a coach now, you watch film, you can get on top of God. You know how they're going to play from night, night in and night out. So it's pretty tough to really get your shots and get your points. But um, he, every night, uh, Trey Young, he, he makes it happen. He's a great point yeah. guard. And, uh, and they're only going to get better. They're a young team. That's what's, that's what's great about watching these uh, younger teams because eventually if they do keep it together, they will, you know, you know that it's just a matter of time. So they, uh, you know, understand the game just even that much better. But uh, hopefully they'll still be able to keep that squad together because they're young, talented, and uh, they're doing you know, they're doing that in a lot of cities right now. So hopefully uh, still watch them. I hope there's a season. I don't know if there's going to be one this year, but hopefully uh, they'll be able to salvage something out of it. Yeah, yeah. For me personally, you know, for NBA, I, I, I would say just the way the world is right now, we, we need basketball, but just cancel it. Work out, move on to next year, and come back next year. Have the season right. That's what I would say right now. I agree. A lot of guys that's mixed motions. That just hey, we want to see basketball. We want to see action. We we love sports, but basketball just just give it a rest, man. Just come back ready. Everybody come back ready next year. That's what I would I, say. I couldn't agree more because you know the the only way it comes back is with an empty arena, and uh, watching basketball in empty arena it's just a it's just another gym. That's at that point. Yeah. But uh not agree more. This is our first one. It's gonna be one of hopefully many. Let's let's get it. Let's keep doing this. Yes, no doubt, man. My man. Love you. I'll be safe, man.